0: Back. and I'm better than ever Got a for making things better face facts cause your opinion don't matter this maniac is gonna step on who We are back. This is Living Cafe Wrestling Podcast. We've been gone for a while. Not in quarantine, hiding in our bunkers, or tilling our gardens
1: for the future. We've just been busy. Yeah, yeah, shit gets in the way. Especially when everyone decides to lose their fucking mind, uh, you know, because of uh, uh, stuff. We'll just leave it at stuff.
0: Stuff. So, what we'll do is, is we'll leave the crazy year of 2020... And we will take you back to August 23rd, 1999. Damn. When we uh, can give you our opinion of a wrestling character and not get trashed for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In 99, you were allowed to have your own opinion about something. Yeah. And this actually touches really close to me. It's wrestling. It's Kiss, my favorite band ever. Right. And baseball. Yeah. This goes all the way to baseball. Yeah, yeah it does. So... In August of uh, 99, what had happened was Eric Bischoff struck a deal with Gene Simmons of KISS. Right. And the idea was that Gene Simmons wanted to get into professional wrestling. And why not? Professional wrestling and KISS kind of go hand in hand. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's both a big, giant show with lots of pyro and screaming and everything else. (laughs) Yes,
0: it's character development. Yeah. It's intro music. Yeah. It's, you know, the fans, it's the arenas, the screaming. Kiss is is professional wrestling. Professional wrestling is Kiss. Mm-hmm. So in in ideology, it fits perfect. Right. And I thought uh, the debut we're about to talk about, in my opinion, I just watched it like two minutes ago, and I got goosebumps. It was to me one of the best debuts of a wrestler ever. Not just because it was Kiss, but did you, have you seen the debut?
1: I haven't actually. No. Okay.
0: What happens was when this is an episode of WCW Nitro, and Kiss wants to introduce live this new character called the demon. Okay? Which it's, and here's why he's the demon. The original plan for this was they were going to have a stable. And we'll get into the stable, what the stable's name was, and everything like that. But the first character to be introduced was going to be the Gene Simmons uh, demon character. Yeah. So they come out to one of my favorite Kiss songs, God of Thunder.
1: Oh, okay. Which is
0: perfect because it's got the thunder, the, the thumping, it's got the demon yeah. voice when the mic switches over to this evil voice. Right. And they're playing this great concert and the crowd's going nuts. Um, in the beginning of this, you heard Tony Schiavone, who is a huge Kiss fan, go nuts. when He, <laughs> he marked out he got to do the famous line, you wanted the best, you got the best. Uh, I think, unfortunately, for Tony, though, I don't think the crowd <laughs> heard him. I think the mic was just to the live audience. Yeah. Which for somebody who's a big Kiss fan doesn't matter. He still had, you know, what, millions of people. Yeah, yeah. Still he you still had it.
1: two, three million viewers at home watching. Uh, On a personal note, I'm getting ready to say the words that I've always wanted to say since I first heard this group back in 1976.
0: So it's my honor to say this. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's go for it,
1: fans. Las Vegas, you one of the best, you got the best, the hottest band in the world, KISS!
0: But when they get to the. This is the goosebumps part for me. When they get to like this evil voice, when Gene Simmons right. was doing that part of the song, the drum set rises, which was typical of KISS. You know, yeah. and I, I think in 99 it would have been Peter Chris on the drums, not Eric Singer. <laughs> yeah. I think. But the stage rises, and out comes this tune.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and it's kind of looks like Gene Simmons. It's got spikes coming out of it, and it rises up like Aleister Black.
1: Oh, okay. And it
0: opens up. Without to, the creaky board sound? Without the creaky board sound. God. And it opens up, and you see <laughs> Brian Adams as the demon, full gear. Right. The outfit is unbelievable. Right. And he kind of steps out, puts his arms up to the crowd. They pan off, and end of show. Mm-hmm uh brian adams wasn't really the first choice to play this character yeah uh we know that it was dale uh torborg right right am i saying his name right
1: i believe so yeah that's what it looked like to me
0: whenever i've heard people say dale torborg that's how they they pronounce it it, it,
1: that looks like it is to me if it's like klein or something i'm gonna be pissed at your spelling (laughs) you know
0: but that's that was the original plan but Brian Adams had more in-ring experience, mm-hmm. and this was kind of a, a big deal. Right. And we'll get into the contract Kiss had with WCW. But go ahead, and we were just talking about this. Tell me a little bit about Brian Adams.
1: So yeah, Brian Adams, uh, curiously not the singer, uh, yeah. the the wrestler Brian Adams. Uh, the, he was actually Crush. And the funny thing about Brian Adams playing Crush, Brian Adams was in a movie, and this actually links into our previous podcast about the undertakers uh we kind of glossed over it because you know we're fucking marks for the Undertakers, yeah. so you know we kind of forgot some stuff but uh brian adams was in a indian movie a bollywood movie uh it's a hindi language film uh don't ask me to pronounce the hindi language or the hindi title uh in english it's called the uh, player of players and it's really it's like a uh, it's like a series, you know, like Vast and Furious. There's like 38 of them. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how it is with this. But uh it's called Player of Players in English. Um, But Crush was in it, Brian Adams. But also in the movie was Brian Lee as The Undertaker. You know, so The Undertaker did appear in a movie, but it wasn't Mark Calloway.
0: <laughs> and honestly, I when I was reading about this during our Tale of Two Takers episode, mm-hmm. and right. I forgot to mention it but I don't think that the people who were doing the movie knew that Brian Lee wasn't Mark Calloway, the real Undertaker. Yeah, I don't think they did either. They they could have. They got the Undertaker, but they just got the water down. Yeah, they got the the
1: caffeine-free diet Undertaker. Yeah. (laughs) That's how it went. But uh, yeah, that movie came out in uh, 96 uh, with uh, some people. Again, I'm not going to pronounce their names because it's going to
0: you just butcher it I'm just gonna be fucking mad it's still still funny to know that Brian Adams was in that movie yeah and we how long how many times we said damn it I wish Tale Two Takers we would have mentioned the Indian film exactly uh, yeah
1: because it was also it was the fifth highest grossing movie of the year in India was it really it was yeah and it was like the fourth one of the series you know basically you could I could see this movie being remade with like well probably in the 90s Mm -hmm. uh With, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. And some bitch, probably. So, this Molly Ringwald. I don't know. (laughs) What year was it? Uh, 96. 96 was this movie, so...
0: Now, this is a Lemon Chronicles. Yeah. But, really, there's nothing, like, Lemon Chronically about Dale Torborg, because this guy's had a really cool life. Yeah. And a really good career. I think his wrestling career span, I read for years, but you know it's
1: this this is more so on the kiss demon part yeah it it didn't really work out not so much because it just didn't get over organically like you know like uh, nathan jones would or Mm -hmm. you know anything like that but this one was kind of more like a backstage thing you know because it was a deal between bischoff and and gene simmons well they're creating this character and the ultimate goal was a Mm pay-per-view uh and then boom bischoff's out of the company
0: yeah uh was he out in September?
1: I believe so. Okay, so September, August, yeah.
0: August, September. This guy's, this character comes out in August. Yeah, and you know the father of this character's gone. Right.
1: So immediately the idea behind it is just trashed. You know, you yeah. got fucking Russo and the yeah. like. You know, bro, bro, fuck this, bro, bro. And they, so. I guess they're they're
0: crediting some to from what I've read. This was a pretty low rated Nitro. Uh, which is kind of surprised me. 99 KISS didn't yeah. put up the ratings. But like you said, a low rating Nitro is better than any of the shit anybody's putting out right now.
1: Exactly. A low rated Nitro was f- three to four, mm-hmm. if you combine them all, AEW or NXT Yeah, uh, weekly airings. And I know ratings were a smidge different in the 90s, how they totaled them. Yeah. But... Still, it's all the same. You know, if it was 3 million viewers total in, what is this, 96, you said? Uh, this or 99. 99. I mean, <clears throat> 99, excuse me. If it was 3 million total viewers in 99, you know, the, the, that's ratings they're praying for today. Yeah. You know, even, well, hell, even Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. you know, can't really bust the 3 million mark anymore. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the last one to bust the 3 million mark was when SmackDown... Had its debut episode on Fox. I think that was almost four million viewers. Really? Yeah, and then it's just been trailing off from there. Pandemic didn't help, you know. This no, bullshit, it, it but, didn't. But, but still, yet, no. Curiously, NXT and AEW uh, audiences didn't drop off like Raw and SmackDown did. So, right. you know, it's interesting.
0: Now, Brian Adams, he never he says he never really felt comfortable with the character. Yeah. And he only portrayed the demon twice and never yeah. wrestled a single match. Right. So they did end up giving it to the original pig. Yeah. Torborg. Um, to talk a little bit about Torborg, you know, to, to get to know him, to get to understand the character that he ended up playing, he was a big Kiss fan. Yeah. And it said in 1995, he was on his way to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And he met Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Right. And those two are the ones who spoke to him about getting into professional wrestling. Getting in the wrestling business. And in 95, uh, he ended up working for the AWF, American Wrestling Federation. Oh, wow. As the MVP. (laughs) I remember the MVP just because I remember the look. Yeah, I don't remember this. It was a baseball player character. (laughs) Okay. And we'll get into why, you know, his college career as a baseball player
1: I mean, really, if you think about it, his entrance music could be perfect. Centerfield by John Fogarty. There you go. Writes itself. Writes itself. You know. You could do that in the 90s. <laughs> now you get sued and raped. Do you know who he was trained not by? Not in that order. Um,
0: I do not, actually. He was trained by the Warlord and uh, Jim Neihart. Oh, really? Yeah. He he debuted, I, it, I think... WCW, His WCW debut was actually maybe in 98. Maybe he did some some stuff. I know
1: he was in the power plant. Okay. And he was in there with like Goldberg. Yeah, he was in there with some big names. Yeah, Chuck Palumbo, uh, some others. You know, those are the two that can really stick out.
0: Well, when he debuted in WCW, uh, he was a member of the pit crew. A member of the pit crew. I don't remember that uh, when he was training in the WCW Power Plant. Okay, so rumor it was that. Yeah, I don't
1: remember it. I don't remember that, but it's some of these small. We don't we don't remember hindsight the shitty parts of Nitro, you know, or Thunder. True. So it's you know he you kind of get to
0: the Power Plant until yeah. AWF closed. Right. You yeah. know what I mean. So, yeah. and that would have been a time, hell, I would have been, I think, 13 years old. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'd have been a kid. Internet wasn't really, you know, passed around like it is today, you know, so. And also, you know, we have a tendency to gloss over the shit that didn't matter. You yeah. know, that's why, that's why we remember, you know, uh, DX and not the Headbangers <laughs> or whatever they were. Headbangers. Thrasher. Mosh and Thrasher. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, in 98, <clears throat> he was getting a push as MVP. One, D M V P Oh, oh, sorry. Wrong one. <laughs> Wrong one. Yeah. But I think he had, I don't know, two, three matches. Teddy Long's that's... not going to come out time to go
1: one-on-one with The Undertaker? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> I think he only had two or three matches.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot.
0: And that's kind of when he was asked, you know, hey, would you be interested in portraying the demon, this right. kiss character that we were wanting to come up with? And when he did take care of the character, do you know who he was managed by? Do you remember Asia?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh... Oh shit! I forgot her real name, Christy Wolf. Christ, thank you. Uh, yeah, he ended up marrying her.
0: Yeah, he ended up marrying her. Yeah. She, she was a bodybuilder. Cause she, she was a yeah. I mean, she was a built yeah. She, she a was built woman. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. She was you know their China.
0: She was yeah. She was China yeah for WCW. That's right. actually a good idea, a good way to put that. Um, what do you know about their contract with Bischoff and I
1: knew Schiff? some about it, but I, I it's been a while, so I kind of forgot most of it.
0: Basically, the contract was, we're going to introduce this guy, and we're going to create a stable after him, which okay, meant, Yeah. you know, the cat was going to come, Space Ace, right. you know, or Space Man, because Ace Freely I guess, was still in the band, so it could be Space Ace, and they were going to have star child, you know, the whole thing, right. and it was going to be called the Warriors of Kiss. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. 1999, that would have flown. Yeah. And I oh, think yeah, that definitely. would have gone over, and that would have been Okay. But that's just... It was just going to take over the original members of the band's gimmick. Yeah. And, of course, we know that it, it didn't happen. <laughs> and no. it was also in the contract. It was a guarantee that the demon would main event. So, you know, at least one. Okay? Yeah. He was supposed to main event at least one. I think it had to be a pay-per-view. Right. That he main evented. And you got to think. Eric Bischoff was not the most liked guy on his way out. Yeah. And to no fault of Eric Bischoff, I don't think. No, yeah, exactly. And,
1: and and Bischoff, you know, he was he was mentally checked out. Yeah, but at this point, you know, because of the bullshit and stuff like that, and you know, I understand that. Fuck.
0: Yeah, that man, he was going through a lot. Yeah, so
1: I, I don't blame him really for just saying fuck this noise. Yeah, you know, all right, you know, they sent me home. Bye. Because thing- I remember hearing the. When they sent him home at at that point, uh, before that, I think they sent him home on like a night of a nitro, if I'm not mistaken. And before that nitro hit air, he was already about to fly to Wyoming. Like he was already throwing shit in his plane flying to Wyoming. (laughs) He was already going to the ranch. Yeah, he was already like, fuck you, you know, (laughs) deuces, bitch, and off to (laughs) Wyoming. So he didn't give a shit. Well,
0: I don't think, you know the history of KISS and contracts And you never really wanted to screw Kiss on a contract. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not who they are for no reason. Right, They were businessmen first. Right, yeah. And uh, especially Gene. Yeah, exactly. He's a businessman you don't screw over. Exactly. So, you know, Bischoff's out in September. And the main event that he was supposed to, uh, the pay-per-view was supposed to main event, it was going to be a special uh, 1999 New Year's Eve pay-per-view. And it was going to be against Vampiro. God. So... Do you remember Vampiro very much? Yeah,
1: a little bit. He kind of looked like, in the face, Jeff Hardy. It was a little weird. Yeah. But he also had this, like, hybrid sting and... Yeah. uh, Oh. Kind of like
0: pale ghostly. Yeah,
1: it was like a hybrid sting and Seven. Remember Seven? I remember Seven. It was... uh, Gold dust, yeah. Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Thank Lewis. you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Those vignettes made him look like a child abductor. <laughs> and then his debut on Nitro, he's flying to the ring. And then he gets in the ring. He's like, look at this fucking bullshit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> seven, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. It was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, that's what Vampire reminds me of. Do you
0: remember, uh, it was a couple of months ago, you called me or you texted me and you're like, hey, we need to do something on Seven. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. did he mean we have to do something at seven? <laughs> 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 Who the fuck is seven? <laughs> and then I remember I'm yeah. like, oh, Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Because that, that, oh my God. So that's we, I one. guess we'll still do it. It can still oh, be yeah.
0: a, a, what? A lemon? I don't think, maybe a, a fast high spots. Yeah, that would be we a quick one. That wouldn't take more than 10 minutes. <laughs> but at the uh, New Year's event, it, it was dropped. It was taken off the table after Bischoff had left. So it was kind of their first way of saying, we're going to... This is my opinion. <laughs> I think this was their way of saying, we're going to go ahead and screw one of Eric Bischoff's creations on his way out the door. Yeah. I could be wrong, but they never really pushed this character. And here's the thing. They were having financial issues at the time. Yeah. It wouldn't be long before Vince McMahon would come knocking.
1: Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be long before the buyout yeah. and everything else.
0: But it was taken off the table, and
1: his debut match
0: ended up being against... A uh, Terry Funk, and he lost. So they go into having Kiss come and perform this amazing debut, and I've heard people shit all over this debut. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, but to have him lose against—I'm not shitting on Terry Funk, but his debut match and he loses against Terry Funk.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. When when at any point, honestly, has Terry Funk been your top draw kind of guy? You know, he's been a mid card slot forever. You know, and his style of wrestling was just, he wants to die. Yeah, you, know, you think Terry so. Funk,
0: you kind of think Terry Funk, uh, Cactus Jack. Yeah,
1: or, you think the Mick Foley kind you know, of thing where, you know, hey, let's take, a, let's take a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire yeah. and shove it up this guy's ass. Yeah. You know, and then pull it out with a twisting motion. <laughs> you yeah. know, so that, that's, you know, that's kind of been Terry Funk's yeah. line of wrestling.
0: Now, Torborg would go on and have a feud with Vampiro. That's kind of, I think... When you go back and you think about the character, right. you remember him wrestling Vampiro?
1: Yeah, because I remember they even still went ahead with the character even mm-hmm. after all the Kiss stuff had been dropped.
0: Yeah, even though like it seemed like the affiliation was gone. Yeah, they they, they still kept went him ahead around.
1: Yeah, they still went ahead with this character called the Demon, just yeah. called the Demon now. Still in jeans, you know, yeah. Still, makeup. still dressed up like that, but no affiliation with Kiss. Yeah, yeah so and I
0: think even I think it was Bischoff that said, you know, once that had dropped. They should have just either... They should have dropped the character, maybe yeah. rebuilt him as something else. Exactly. I still I still really like the character. And what they ended up doing with him, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll hit you with this in a little bit. Maybe you'll remember. Um, it's a rap group. Oh, God. Okay. So we're, we're going to get to that. But in order to fulfill their, uh, I guess, obligation, mm-hmm. they did book him in a special main event. And that was at uh, Super Brawl. That was in early 2000. Okay. Okay, this main event actually took place fourth on the card, <laughs> so they legally got by by calling it a main event. I mean, even yeah. It, okay, whatever.
1: Kind of like today. I mean, the main events at you know at WrestleMania, the main events at like eight o'clock, and then the main event is at yeah. three in the morning. <laughs> you know, so
0: uh, who the who Torborg face at uh, Super Bowl in two thousand for that special main oh. event? The Wall.
1: The Wall, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wall. The wall.
0: Uh, real name was uh, Jerry Toot. Yeah. And he passed away, no three. So that was yeah. just three years after this special main event. Um, and, you know, again, Torborg lost to him to a chokeslam. slam. Oh, God. So clearly they don't care about this character. No.
1: Yeah, they're, they're hot. They're balls deep in burying this character. Yeah. You know.
0: Uh, and just to say, you know Jerry too. Uh, when he died, he died early He died
1: at 36 Yeah, so, he I mean, wasn't that's... very old And he, yeah, he died, what'd you say, in 03? He died in 03 Yeah, uh, I think it was a drug related thing I can't quite remember Is it was either that or a heart issue I, I looked at so many of them yesterday Yeah I looked at so many of these, you know, researching yesterday uh, Like Brian Adams uh, is dead mm-hmm. You know, so I'm kind of confusing I was gonna say So many I'm, people are dead You <laughs> <I> know
0: <laughs> And especially when we Recap these old WCW Yeah things, You know You can just look in the ring And start counting Exactly
1: And man Weirdly a bulk of Wrestlers died between 1 and 03. It really? Yeah I don't know Maybe the 90s Were just that fast paced That hearts gave out Between 2001 and 2003 But yeah Between those years A lot of people A lot of wrestlers died So do you remember What happened to Brian Adams? Like how he went? Was it I think Brian Adams, if I'm remembering this correctly, Brian Adams was the heart issue. Okay. And the wall was the drug overdose. If I'm remembering this right. Okay. So, but obviously Brian Adams' heart issue would have been because of drugs. Steroids and all that jazz. So, you know.
0: Which was an everyday thing in 99. It really was, yeah. I mean, that wasn't really frowned upon.
1: No. Well, and they were still kind of legal at that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you could get them hell. Yeah. So, and Torborg
0: like he still says that he thinks the character was hurt because of the Kiss concert debut. Because oh yeah, of the low ratings of that night yeah. and everything like that. He still thinks that that was, you know, a big deal because it said that it was one of the lowest rated segments in Nitro History. I Is that true?
1: I don't know. Um, but well, that's what I they're always saying. I always hate when they try to divvy up that segment shit. Like oh this you know I know the Rock and McFoley here's this was your life special or whatever was like the highest rated segment in all of Raw's history. I hate when they try to break down that quarter hour shit. Just total viewers the whole night. That's that's what I want. You know. Me too. It, that that annoys yeah. me. Oh, it's the lowest rated segment. Fuck that. Yeah. You still had 30 million viewers. It doesn't matter if that was the lowest rated segment in the fucking show's history. And you can do that about a lot of segments
0: because that was a lot of uh, channel flipping. Exactly. At that time.
1: You know, and that's the thing. Ever, no one during the Monday Night Wars was solidly raw or solidly nitro. Nope. Y- you can even ask Bischoff. Anyone he meets at these conventions, everyone says the same thing. They were flipping back and forth between raw and nitro.
0: And that was me. And that was me and as well. I hated when... Neither one of them would be on a commercial break, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you would just tell on that remote
1: which yeah. one was back,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because that was the one that was faded out a little bit yeah, from exactly. me being that 13 year old, damn it, I gotta <laughs> exactly. got see what's going on. Right. So, there you go, and, and that goes back to uh Tony Schiavone's that'll put butts in seats comment, yeah. When how many people instantly clicked over Flip, to all? Right exactly. When you know, so. I, that's a good indication of okay. Well, that segment was probably really high. Yeah. But not because people heard about it sooner and want to go. They heard about that instant from their competitor, and yeah. they're like, "What? Let's let's see this." Exactly. Flipped over. So that leads to your point. You can't go off of of segments because that could have been a high rated uh, yeah. Nitro. Right. But something was going on. Maybe on Raw, or you know, maybe there was exactly. a game of some sort. You don't know. There and was a was game. 1999.
1: You know, maybe there was a storm somewhere, and they cut for you know local coverage you know it doesn't matter yeah to me it it, that doesn't mean anything fuck that quarter hour shit
0: now afterwards after this had gone on with him and kind (laughs) of the burial they just kind of simply changed his name to just the demon yeah and this is where i was going to ask you if you remember this he was placed in a stable with vampiro and icp Mm -hmm. insane clown posse now do you remember what they were called i do not I but I know I'm going
1: to want to stab myself in the dick hole once I hear it.
0: The Dark Carnival. Yeah, that's so what it was. they put somebody who was based off the greatest rock and roll band in history, in my opinion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with ICP oh my god. the Dark
1: Carnival. Oh.
0: Why did WCW lose? <laughs> yeah. Why, why did Vince McMahon come knocking?
1: No idea. No idea why this didn't oh you know immediately destroy everything. Going with Stone Cold and The Rock. Yeah.
0: Now, here's the thing WCW, I don't think, had a lot of options because this was when you didn't know who was running the show. Yeah. Who was steering the ship. Right. And and you have these wrestlers, it's paid talent. What are you going to do? Oh, he's part of a musical bandish thing. Let's put him with these guys. Exactly. Vampiro wears face paint. Yeah. Let's put him with them. And now ICP would take a bump. They would. Give them, you know. I'm not shitting on their wrestling because yeah. the guys would they yeah. go out there and give it their all exactly
1: whatever you think about them they would work so yeah. you can give them that all day long yeah you know well, they just, would take a fucking chair shot. They, yeah,
0: there's a couple man. I remember them falling off shit. Oh yeah. And it's like, okay, these guys are serious because when they first came over, even as a kid, I was like, why? I hated crossovers. Yeah. I I yeah. still do today. I hate crossovers. Yeah. Uh, Gronk. I like Gronk. Yeah. I hated the thought of him coming in and being a wrestler on NXT. Yeah. I, that never happened. Thankfully, yeah. but I
1: hated that with uh, Tyson Fury as well. So do I You know like I Don't get me wrong I like Tyson Fury So do I And I know this worked With Mike with my, uh, I know this worked With Mike Tyson You know Where Oh Mike Tyson comes in Feeds with Stone Cold Big money Yep But That doesn't always work
0: Well no Cause look where Mike Tyson Is right now Yeah Exactly you, I Number mean, one Did you see him introduce The belt Help Yeah intro- Okay Yeah yeah And I'm not going to shit on him anymore. Not Mike Tyson. Yeah. The company that he uh was just helping out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to shit on him, but uh. Yeah,
1: that was that was uh, bad.
0: way to be yourselves. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Pro wrestling yeah. com. That was a hell of a shirt when uh
0: the WWF bought them out in 01. 01, yeah. Okay. Torberg opted out and decided to go back into baseball. Yeah. And it wasn't to play Look baseball. Look
1: at me! Like I can be. Sorry. Good.
0: No, no. no. <laughs> is that, is that all you want to yeah, say? Because okay.
1: yeah, I know I'm terrible. <laughs> well, he
0: opted out. He went back to baseball, but he went back as a as a uh, strength coach. And uh, he didn't do his scheduled tryout for the WWE. Mm. So, I mean, did he have? He didn't. Have did he to. have a character? He had nothing going in. Yeah, I mean, and he was going to be part of a shitty invasion. Oh God! That you know, oh. we could we could we could look at that in a million different ways and take a week to do it. Yeah, and the invasion angle—they didn't have any talent because the contracts that were still in play. Yeah, they you know the biggest thing they had. And I'm not you know. It's fine, but it was Chuck Palumbo. was one of the yeah, biggest names that they had. Yeah, Booker T. Booker T. I, if, if, Booker I would T look, turned out to be the biggest. Yeah,
1: I would look at that lot and say Booker T was the biggest name they had yeah. out of the invasion. You know, so...
0: And honestly, he kind of carried it.
1: He really did, yeah. I mean, but... I mean, Palumbo goes
0: into an angle kissing Billy Gunn. Yeah, on, like, the that whole was... So I mean, you saw what happened to talent that went over. Yeah. Sting waited yeah. 20 years to go over and got buried. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And
1: then Seth Rollins killed him. And so.
0: <laughs> it's, and I, I'm glad Sting came over because now you got Sting merchandise. A younger yeah. generation got to see Sting, even though he's gone. And you know now Sting doesn't even have a contract with WWE. Yeah. Yeah. I, did hear I think that. his Legends contract's gone because Mattel just cut out the new uh, figure and yeah. the Legends lineups coming out. Yeah. So and people were pissed off at Mattel. They're like, "Why would you do that?" Well, backstory: they yeah. had to have gotten rid of his Legends contract, right? Right.
1: I would say I know that was some stuff coming up. And then the the one thing I hate about the internet is you know the wrestling business is a wrestling business. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. You know, guys that are balls deep in WWE right now that are top card know the young bucks, know Cody Rhodes, know all those guys. Yeah. You know, they've all crossed paths at one point or another. You know, so that's the one thing I hate about the internet is when Sting's contract was allegedly going up with WWE, he t- fucking sent out three tweets to Cody Rhodes or something about whatever, and everyone's like, Sting to AEW, and I hate the internet for that. Nah. Didn't know? Sting
0: already do something like that called Tina? Um, <laughs> oh, Shade Throne. <laughs> Sting ain't going there. Oh. God. Sting eventually will do stuff again with the WWE. Yeah. Not wrestle, but he'll do conventions. Right. And he'll probably have another contract yeah. with them when all this shit's over. Yeah, here.
1: and that's the thing. Sting, he's like, man, I made my money. Yeah. What's the point in, you know, I mean, what's he going to do right now anyway? Nothing. And I, you know, I, I don't.
0: You know, I don't blame Vince McMahon at all for a decision of, "Hey, let's cut somebody who we're never going to see on TV again." Exactly, and we're only keeping him probably so he doesn't go do a promotion for another company. Yeah, and to keep him for their promotions.
1: And but but I look, I would think Steve Borden mm-hmm. thing, he knows at this point he's got to be what sixty one years old, I think. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Seth Rollins killed him. There's no point in dying now, you know. Or there's no point in being paralyzed now. Mm-hmm. At this point in your life, you know. Yeah. Enjoy being able to walk until you die. Now you I know. still
0: think if you took like say this piece of paper right here and you mm-hmm. folded it over with yeah. a number and underneath that number said taker. Yeah. I think he would I think he'd stare at that paper for a little bit.
1: Maybe. But it would have to be in a cinematic <laughs> match like the Boneyard match was.
0: It would there's that's the only way you could do it. Because
1: an N ring thing mm-hmm. would just be nah. that would be a horribly botched stair step abortion. But of could a you, match
0: could you imagine the cinematic kind of match they could have? You know, oh, they I could mean, have like a really a, good one. A crow could yeah. fly towards Taker. You yeah. know, Sting could trip back into a casket. Like there's so much shit that they could do with it. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I mean, maybe can, get for God's sake, give Sting a win in the WWE. Fuck
1: right, a credible win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and that's the thing. You could. There's a really good way... I mean, you could have a lot of supernatural elements with that. I mean, hell, this was even Biker Undertaker the last time, and he still had powers. So, you know, it's kind of a cool hybrid. Yeah. You know, but I I don't want to see, like, Surfer Sting randomly show up on a surfboard and, you know... Offer him a dildo and a joint or something, you know? I uh,
0: definitely don't want to see... I love Surfer Sting. (laughs) Yeah, but that was just... You know, uh, first Sting was the guy who lifted Ric Flair up in the air seven feet by the crotch yeah, and threw him another time. seven feet.
1: All the time. What? Just stri- <laughs> stri- cocking balls the whole time. Anytime every he match was Rick.
0: Sting and Flair. All I could think about was, here it comes again. Yeah. Like, Ric yeah. Flair's nuts. Had to have been killing him.
1: Exactly. Like You know, when they went backstage, he's like, how'd that feel? Did that feel good for you? It had to have been an inside joke between it had two. to have. But, I mean, full on dick and balls every time. God. Now, to get back to Torborg. <laughs> get away from Dick and Balls. <laughs> We're a segue from Dick and Balls to uh, pro baseball. <laughs> oh, shit. Sure. Uh,
0: which, really, that's the direction baseball is going anyway. Yeah, so I I've mean, reading.
1: yeah, the other place where balls are cotton gloves. That's a good
0: one. You're welcome. Uh, uh, Torborg, he uh, attended Northwestern University. Uh, there he played college ball for the uh, Northwestern Wildcats. Uh-huh. And he, he's Sorry, still, I'm still, you're still thinking
1: about, <laughs> I'm still laughing at Ballscott
0: gloves in my head. I'm thinking, what position did he play? <laughs> but he did play pro ball after graduating from college. Uh, his career began in 94. He played for the Kingsport Mets. That oh, was an okay. Appalachian league. That yeah, was yeah. one of the Mets minor league mm-hmm. teams. Uh, according to him, he suffered two injuries. And one was when he was, he attempted to do a pickoff on a runner while running to first base, mm-hmm. and he broke his humerus bone.
1: Oh, that's not very funny. No, <laughs>
0: that's when I Did guess
1: viewers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, boss cotton gloves.
0: I guess uh, his arm tangled with the with the runner's arm. Oh, can okay. you imagine the the speed? Yeah. And the force? Yeah. To to break that? Yeah. Uh, his final injury, I guess that ended his baseball career was when he took a uh, fastball to the face. Oh, shit. And, you know, he he broke some bone. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it caused a uh, change in his depth perception. Oh, yeah, okay. So I can understand, definitely, you're leaving baseball after that. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Hell, it's hard to do anything, you know.
0: But wouldn't you think being a pro wrestler, running into the ropes and trying to catch your spots and stuff would be a little bit hard, too.
1: True, but, I mean, I guess at the same point, you do learn how to drive with depth depth perception problems. So, you know, I guess anything can be done, you know. I mean, it's
0: So I'm saying. It's not like the guy was himself was a Lemon Chronicle because uh, he went to college for ball, went and played, you know, in the Appalachian League, played ball, and uh, that was just, you know, before wrestling even. Right, yeah. So... <clears throat> you good? You need something to drink? No, I'm good. You're making yourself laugh too much? Yeah. Uh, when WCW was purchased, he uh, he left and joined the Montreal Expos.
1: Oh, okay. And He, he went was a there. coach, right? Yeah,
0: he went there to be a coach. Um, it was a strength training, or strength conditioning. Oh, okay. And he was assisting in, like, infield drills, batting practice, right, pitcher, yeah. that kind of stuff. And at the time, his dad, Jeff... Torberg? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he was the manager of the Expos.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So it's a baseball family. Yeah,
1: I I knew his dad was the man I, Okay, I knew his dad was the manager of something. I was thinking it was the Dodgers, but the Expos. Okay.
0: And then uh Torberg he was the strength and conditioning coach for the uh, Florida Marlins. Oh. Okay. That was during his dad's 10 years manager from Oh my god. I think when he was with the Marlins
1: Two thousand two, two thousand three. Oh,
0: okay. So he did. He made the news though when he scared a pitcher on the Marlins team, mm-hmm. Antonio Alfonseca. Oh,
1: Antonio Alfonseca.
0: Alfonseca. Yeah. Uh, I guess what had happened was was he scared him so bad that he hid in the trainer's room because mm-hmm. Antonio swore at him in Spanish while refusing uh, Torbo's request for a weigh in. And I guess, you know, Torbor got pissed and scared the hell out of him. He ran hidden. That's huh. the story. That's the locker room story. Yeah, that's a good one. But sometime in 04, early 04, January-ish, mm-hmm. um, Dale was hired by the Chicago White Sox. So he was like a strength trainer there. And he'd been part of two world championship baseball teams. Oh, really? In his career. Yeah. The 03 Marlins and the 05 White Sox.
1: Oh wow! Okay,
0: this guy just keeps getting more interesting. Yeah, I him. mean
1: that's one way to get the pennant.
0: Um, he won a role in what, what film was he in? He was in a, in a movie too. Uh, Jason Stamus or oh, Nathan, uh, Jake, um, Jason Statham. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: Transporter, was, Transporter uh, two. Okay, yeah, I, it was yeah. a big.
0: It was a small role. Yeah, he
1: yeah he did like extra stuff and some things so he
0: was like he was an extra i think he was amount.
1: in it to a degree but yeah
0: and like i know he did like numerous like commercials and stuff too yeah in. he did
1: he did a lot of you know uh random like i said like extra work and stuff mm-hmm. like that so i mean he was there but yeah transporter i'll have to watch that again actually see if i can it, point him out he was in another movie too uh
0: he worked with uh tom Selleck. what was that it was a baseball mr baseball Oh yeah, that's right. He worked with Tom Selleck in that. Um, he did some stuff uh, with Madonna yeah. and uh, Gina Davis yeah. for that movie, A League of Their Own.
1: Oh right, okay. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah.
0: So I mean, I, I never realized how much Dale Torborg's done in his career. Yeah, it's true. I
1: mean, he goes from baseball to wrestling to, I mean, back to baseball and then
0: back to wrestling also. He went to TNA. Oh God! Uh, Everyone not, goes to TNA. <laughs> yeah. So we're not. I'm not gonna like cover his his time in TNA because I don't know a lot about it. It was baseball themed. But you know that's the story of Dale Torborg. Uh, that's the story of the Kiss Demon, and kind of the trailing end of WCW.
1: Yeah, that was kind of like their bat their last big play. Yeah. They didn't I mean, have very
0: many in '99. I mean. Yeah. I think even in '99, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was Hogan was still champ.
1: I yeah. think at that time he would
0: have yeah. probably been feuding with Sting.
1: Yeah, I think that's in, was it. '99, when or no? That that might have been late 2000. I'm trying to remember when uh, Jeff Jarrett laid down. No, that had to have been '99 and 2000 because that's when Jarrett came back. So yeah. when Jarrett laid down and lost the belt to Hogan, I think Bischoff had come back at that point. And so, that was when, you know, uh, Hogan says, well, that's why this company's in the shape it's in, because of bullshit like this. And, you know, I guess that was the plan. You know, it was going to look like Hogan was done and walked out. And then, of course, uh, what's-his-face? Russo comes out and does his Mm -hmm. bullshit, you know, because he's fucking Russo.
0: Dude, at this time in WCW, there was no bringing it back no and i the argument i keep hearing is that they didn't build talent like dale torborg they kept using recycled talent yeah to an extent that's true but i mean they also created a lot of talent too they created a lot of names you know they they made a booker t yeah they gave booker t an opportunity right and you know and they gave the cruiserweights yeah an opportunity they gave them time they gave they worked with tag team division.
1: Yeah, it brought it brought Americanized to cruiserweight divisions, Japanese wrestlers, mm-hmm. Mexican wrestlers, you know, I mean, hell look at Rey Mysterio. Yeah. You know, pretty big name in the in the in the industry. Yep. And kinda, you know, got his run going in uh WCW.
0: And you're still buying today NWO shirts at yep. a WWE Yeah, yeah, true you know, table. Right. So to say that that's what uh I don't buy into all of that. I think it's the... You never knew who was steering the boat.
1: The, yeah, especially, especially you know, 99, 2000, 2001.
0: Yeah, and you had a, a company coming in who wanted nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. It, that's what I think had it not been for that, everything would have gone as it were. Yeah. Bischoff would have stayed. I think WCW would have came out of this. I think we'd be watching WCW today.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: But we'll never know because of shit like what we're talking about today. yeah. Talent just being like, ah, eh, we're done anyways. Yeah. Go join this stable with ICP.
1: And then not to mention like the WCW was pretty edgy. It was. You know, I mean, they're, they're arguably that's the, not arguably, WCW being the way they were is the whole reason we got the Attitude Era and WWF, the whole reason we had the Monday Night Wars and all mm-hmm. that shit. It's the whole reason when we were kids, we were yelling suck it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, ex- going down your hallway
0: and freaking middle school and high school. Exactly. Saying, suck it.
1: Exactly. You do
0: that now, you're expelled.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And- That's the thing. Like, and now, now what I really hate is everyone's like, oh, they need to bring back attitude error and the edginess. Well, then, you know, WWE does a storyline about Jeff Hardy being arrested, arrested for DUI. And they're like, oh, it's too far. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute here. You wanted edgy shit. That's pretty damn edgy. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't ask Jeff Hardy to do it they wouldn't force jeff hardy to do it. No. You know, and jeff hardy wouldn't do it unless he was okay with it. Yep. You know, so and I don't think it's the first time they've done a storyline
0: with jeff hardy's. No, because musicians. when he
1: got arrested the last time and came back in Samoa Joe, yeah. You know, kept, kept giving him shit. I think he shot that one time cuz he was up there with all the stars behind him. And he says something about Jeff's, you know, alcohol abuse and Shane McMahon comes down with that turtle look like motherfucker, <laughs> you know, I think he was shooting at that point, but yeah. Hey, it made for good TV. I thought, but, yeah, you, but that's the you thing. Can't you can know. do attitude
0: error stuff. Too many feelings today yeah. would be hurt.
1: Right. And, I mean, despite the people saying they want it back. Yeah. You know, now every time I think I sent you this meme, it was like, anytime someone says bitch now on TV, everyone's like, they're getting it, The attitude is coming back. They're getting edgy. <laughs> Fuck you. Every
0: time I hear any woman in the division say, bitch, I cringe. Yeah. Because, like, oh, that's that's the one thing you think is going to get over with yeah, us. Like, yeah, Like, we just can't believe you said, bitch. Yeah. Like, my God, when I was 12 years old, if I heard, bitch, that was nothing. Exactly. In wrestling. My God, we had lingerie matches and, you know. Oh, yeah. You had edgy stuff, which now you couldn't do that because even if the women wanted to do it because they were proud of their bodies, it would Yo, be sexist. Fuck and, yeah, you know what be, I mean. You can't yeah. do you can't do jack shit in wrestling right it's, now. Yeah, that's why I like covering stuff from the '90s and yeah. you know, prior to what's going on now because
1: people could have fun and yeah, you could it you could joke. The problem is, I think a lot of it has gone down the hill when kayfabe has gone down. Yeah, because back then I don't know, and see, you think it'd be the opposite because back then everyone thought it was real you know 70s 80s 90s you know for the most part Mm -hmm. they thought it was you know real and now everyone knows it's kayfabe everyone knows it's scripted but you know you can still have fun with it but you would think now they would understand that these are characters on tv as opposed to you know 40 years ago in the 80s and 90s when they thought those were the actual people saying actual things to actual other people and, and that's the thing. Now you have everyone bitching about everything going on. But it seems like now, if you say something as a character, the person behind it is ostracized.
0: And I think I know why. Go for it. Because you just said it. They believed it to be true. Yeah. During the 70s, 80s, and into the 90s. Right. You could legitimately hate somebody for saying something. You remember Gorgeous yeah. George.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Some
0: of the shit that he would do. Yeah. You know? Um, I just watched a bio on him yeah very interesting guy yeah seems like, like the soul of the earth mm-hmm. guy he did stuff deliberately to get under the skin of yeah. wrestling fans yeah and you could hate him because this was something they believed to be true coming out of somebody's right. mouth so you could say I hate him yeah I can, I'm allowed to hate him. I like right. the guy who's beating him up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you can say, I like a baby face. I hate a heel. Back then yeah. you could just like or hate. Right. Now it's cancel culture. Yeah. People know that they have the power of complaining and crying. Yeah. That if they complain and cry just a little bit enough, mm-hmm. the thing they don't like goes away.
1: That's true. Because yeah.
0: people can get sued. Or people, yeah. oh, we're not going to watch your product. Half the people that bitch about the products they're bitching mm-hmm. about right now yeah. don't watch the products they're even bitching That's about. That's true too. All these people with sports names. Yeah. The Indians changing their name right now. Yeah. Possibly. Which is baloney. If you have your anything named after you, mm-hmm. in my opinion, yeah, you should be grateful, right? I'd be proud if yeah. something was named after me. I'd be proud, right? But right now, people who don't even watch baseball are going, that's insensitive. Yeah. Like well, the, at the same time, Indians are going, why?
1: Yeah. Like I was about to say, like the nine in, nine out of ten Indians who don't give a shit about the Indians or Redskins name, yeah, and. But it's the end of the world. Yeah. But you it's know? people who hey, aren't even what? Indians who
0: are who yeah. are offended.
1: Right. Guess what? I'm an Indian. Don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, but hey, whatever.
0: And that's what I'm saying. Cancel culture is why it's different. Mm-hmm. Because if people complain on Twitter, yeah. mm-hmm. all of a sudden it has to be changed. Right. Because nobody has a backbone to stand up for their product or their name or their yeah. brand.
1: And and that's and like I said, that's the thing. If you really wanted edgy content, you know, these guys could do it. But They can't, you know, sponsors would flip out. They would leave, you know, they would get sued. People would be traumatized like that dipshit. I know who he is too. Uh, That dipshit guy nearby who wanted to sue the NFL for uh, the halftime show said it was straight up porn. Like, (laughs) dude, just fucking don't watch it.
0: Yeah, then don't watch it. There's other shit on during the halftime.
1: Exactly. You know, you ever heard of halftime heat? I mean, come on. Flip on wrestling. I forgot about halftime heat. Yeah, me too, but it's really sad that it's you know, killing these wrestling. characters. You know, NWO would have never would never fly today. No,
0: you can't beat somebody up and spray paint them. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it absolutely just drives me nuts. It's killing wrestling, man. Yeah. I, I try. I turned it on last night, or the day before yesterday. I'm sorry, and I started to finish mm-hmm. Backlash. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on, on a well, I don't want to say brighter note, but did you see the new United States title? New? Yeah, they redesigned it. It was beautiful. Is it still nice? It's okay. It's not as bad as the Intercontinental. Okay. It's not as bad as the Universal. Mm-hmm. It's okay, but it was perfect as is, I thought.
0: It's okay in the sense that something got refreshed.
1: Yeah, it got refreshed and it didn't get completely fucking destroyed like every other belt has. Okay. You know, every other but. Because honestly, that was the last good-looking belt. Mm-hmm. Was the U.S. title, and I would say it's still the last good-looking belt. Mm, really, on the main roster, we're not including NXT because NXT's belt looks looks nice. Yeah, except the North American one. That's just weird. That is a
0: very weird-looking belt. It's
1: a boxing belt. I don't know why they went with that, but whatever. I don't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't hate the belt, but no, I don't either. But and I like I said, I wish wrestling would get a little bit more edgy again. Yeah, I, I feel like. Cancel culture is really hurting wrestling right now. Hurt everything. <laughs> yeah. It's it's hurting the talent's ability to express themselves. Yeah, exactly. And in the ring. I, I don't like when talent expresses themselves outside of the ring.
1: And, and that's the thing, too. I, I, I follow The Godfather on Instagram. Yeah. And he put up a thing. It was uh, a vignette of uh, Nation of Domination. Mm-hmm. he's like, this would be so over right now. I'm like, you are correct, sir. However, people would say that's just Vince McMahon trying to get money, yada, yada, capitalize on the you know yeah. riots and everything else. That's just Vince McMahon being, you know, even though the Godfather would want it. And, and it really actually would be, I think, a cool one to have. I do too. You know. Right I liked it now. back in the day. Yeah. And especially even back in the day, like, uh... <laughs> when DX came out imitating them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And X-Park, X-Park? X-Park. <laughs> X-Park was Mark Henry, you mm-hmm. know, and he, what was he, Mizark or something? Yeah. You know, and they were in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, they didn't want to do it, but even Mark Henry's like, do it, fucking do it. You yeah. know, they didn't care, you know, because they knew it wasn't targeting anybody. No. You know, they were just <laughs> parodying them. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, not everything's a race thing. Not everything's an no. issue.
0: And don't you watch TV to escape <sighs> yeah. from work? Exactly, from that's life. the thing. Like you can't even do that anymore. I can't watch a TV show without it getting yeah. political. Yeah, and it's usually one directed one side. Yeah, but either right. side, I don't want to see it. Exactly, I want to. Wa- I want to escape from my day to day. Yeah, and you can't even do that with wrestling now. I
1: want to watch John Wick kill assholes because yeah, you know, and yeah. I don't need to know his political philosophy behind it. No, you know, he just. Oh, they killed his dog. I'm gonna fuck your world up. Yeah, that's a good enough story for me. Good enough for me. Have fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, sh- short, uh, short story. Take politics out of bullshit, and mm-hmm. we'll have a lot more fun. Yeah, politics Take- should always be downstream of culture.
0: It should, and you know, have a sense of humor. Yeah, don't don't let everything trigger you, and enjoy. Yeah. Go back to enjoying things and you can laugh about. Exactly. You know what I mean? Not everything is an insult directed towards you or exactly. is meant to be in a negative fashion. Just exactly enjoy that. Oh, my God. You know, uh, the Jeffersons. I love the Jeffersons. Oh, yeah. All in the family. Yeah. The back and forth between those two and how those two shows used to work back
1: and forth Exactly,
0: together. yeah. I thought that was, even as a kid, and I, you, that, you can't do that anymore. Even no. having fun with each other, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. And it's like if people would just take politics and race out of it, there, there'd be no problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you just would stop seeing these two things, right. completely let it go, yeah. don't don't even see it, we could enjoy things like wrestling.
1: Exactly. You know, we would have things like Nation of Domination kind of thing, you know, yeah. where, yeah, okay. It's not. It wasn't really political. Yeah. I mean, it, it is and it isn't. I mean, it's political in its roots, but at the same time, they were just there because, you know, they were a group and... Yeah. And I really enjoyed them. I did too. I mean, hell, it's how we got The Rock. It is, yeah. I mean, Rocky Maivia. Whew. Mm-hmm. You know, Nation of Domination was exactly what The Rock needed. Yeah. And that's what made it what it is. Yeah, is. I'm at a point where I don't even want to watch anymore. Wrestling feels like homework to me right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And that's why I like doing old stuff. And what, Like I told you last night, did you get my text? Yeah, yeah. I was watching that. Yeah, one from 92. I'm going to watch that. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, It wasn't a bash at the beach
1: yeah yeah what'd you say it was i can't remember something
0: beach but uh it was it was funny as hell man you see a young tony Schiavone. oh wow very young yeah yeah. very young eric bischoff yeah and it was it was interesting (laughs) uh jim ross was doing commentating oh okay. very young dude you'd love it you'd love it just see the shirt jim ross is wearing and you'll love it oh god all right um but this has been the kiss demon story the dale torborg story uh, a little bit of Brian Adams slipped in there. This has been Living k
1: Wrestling Pod. Uh, go to Instagram, check it out, follow. Yeah, because I've got uh, some Lemon Chronicles on a few of them. Uh, I think it would be good. Interesting story on one. So I think it would be a really good one. But uh, anyway, this has been Living k Wrestling Podcast. Ring the bell.